Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. And how you guys doing? Welcome to the show. Boy, did we have a pretty contentious uh, interview uh, yesterday or on the last episode. You can hear it over on the podcast or watch it over on the Roku channel. Uh, Very interesting. Get a little heated right there. Was thrown off pretty much off guard. A lot of people ask why me and Black Dragon don't uh, background everybody. Well, it costs a lot of money, and it's pretty hard to confirm a lot of stuff within the MC scene. But uh, a lot of truths came out of that that uh, wasn't expected. And I think what it was is, one, you don't go after a person's business like he did with Sos the Ghost. And two, you don't mention names within the scene that have an impeccable reputation for helping the scene out. And you don't uh, talk about NCOC or NCOM on my watch. One thing I do in my interviews is make sure I get to the truth. No matter the way it, you know, people might like it, people might not like it, but I always want to get after the truth. Now, I do apologize for the mental health issue, but, you know, that Chicago street came out of me on that one. So that's an apology right there. I know a lot of people deal with mental health issues. Shouldn't have said kook. But, hey, you know, when you're getting all these type of things going down and when you say that, you know, you have these issues, but you didn't have the issues before then. It is what it is. So only thing I'll apologize for is that mental health uh, kook uh, deal. Other than that, I believe in getting all sides of the stories out. I believe I did. No matter what the consequences, you have to make sure you get the story out to your people because a lot of people were bamboozled by the guy. And I'm sorry uh, that that happened to everybody. Uh, anyway, going to the next thing. Why does it matter if Gangster Report puts out a story about who is the boss of the Pagans Motorcycle Club? Again, that would matter to the cops. But it really doesn't matter to anybody else because it's not their business. They're supposed to do it as it is. And that's one thing that's hard about covering the news is having to stick with particular articles point by point. That way they don't try to copyright you. This came out in an article that we've been uh, dealing with with this undercover putting out a book. A lot of people went down for it. He's made a lot of statements that were not true, according to a lot of the club members that were involved in it. 
So you got to push back on this type of stuff because let's be real. They're trying to make money off their books, which, hey, if you do it straight up, cool. But it always seems like these undercover cops, they usually come back with a book and try to make money off the things that they ruined. Cops, how they use the clubs is pretty amazing. They'll say clubs are drug dealers and all that stuff, and you might have a freaking eight ball split among a couple of members doing some lines. But they try to put everybody in the same mold. When it's only a few people, and I, I'll say that and I'll repeat it a hundred damn times, that it's only a few individuals. Cops, you had the same problem. Your people get caught up. Does that make all law enforcement a part of a conspiracy? Of course not. And of course not, it doesn't make clubs into a criminal organization. At least not organized. Hell, they can't even get off on a ride on time. You've heard that one left and right. I think it's really important, and hopefully a lot of the other creators are going to call this guy out, because we've already done two videos on him, and it seems like every time we turn around, there's a different article about him. And of course, we're not going to let that go. In this one article, now the Gangster Report's getting involved in it. They're actually trying to bash the pagans as this big criminal enterprise, this move to New York. So we're going to take them up and go ahead and go through this real quick. Then we got a couple other uh, stories to hit. Here we go. MEAWW.com. Who is the head of the Pagan Motorcycle Club? Now, this might be general knowledge among everybody, but still, now he's acting like a Steve Cook who's automatically a gang expert, they claim. The current leader has been identified as Robert Big Bob Francis, who is from Virginia back in August 21. The Gangster Report, yes, the Gangster Report, said Francis was handpicked by his predecessor, Keith Conan the Barbarian Richter. I'll laugh my ass off if this turns out to be not true. I really will. Because it's just another deal that the media screws up. Because they don't like getting both sides of the story. Never happens. 62-year-old Francis reportedly served as one of, uh, and you notice what they just said here, reportedly served as one of Richter's most trusted advisors and top enforcers, dubbed as the good cop. That right there is opinions. It's not faxed. So if it's not faxed that it says reportedly, then how do they know who the boss is? Reports say Francis was one of the 73 pagans arrested over the infamous 
2002 brawl with the Hells Angels in Long Island, and it's unclear if Francis spent any time in jail over the rest. How can you put a report on him if all you have to do is a simple background and it's publicly available if he ever did any time? Beyond that little is known about Francis, it seems like you don't know nothing. Who doesn't appear to have a presence on social media, what do you think all the old timers will? That's a new school thing. Francis was handed the role after Richter was arrested. Funny, you don't know that he has a criminal record for something that anybody can do, especially for that uh, bra on uh, Long Island in 2002. Goes on to say, under Richter, the group saw a massive expansions, expansion into the East Coast, along with several chapters in Texas, Oklahoma, Arizona. Now it appears the group has expanded its home turf of NYAC and doing so rather openly, speaking to the New York Post. And here's where that comes from. Crook, as I call him. You know, the undercover cop. There are shitloads of pagans running around actively recruiting and have been for years. Crook said the group has 12 chapters in New York with four inside New York City itself. You guys can believe the gangster report or you can believe an ex-undercover cop. Now he goes on to say he is worried because unlike the Hells Angels, the pagans are just violent individuals. The pagans are just violent individuals. They're bad dudes. And here it goes. In his book about his takedown of the group, he wrote, Pagan members sold crystal meth and guns, gang-raped women, brutalized rivals, and extorted businesses. So... If you're an undercover cop and this was uh, true gang rape women, why didn't you step in as cops should? A lot of questions with this uh, guy's story, and it just keeps going and going and going and going. So remember that when you see this type of article or listen to anything a cop has to say. Anyway, we got a story here. Man arrested for breaking into Harley Davidson could be linked to other burglaries. Here we go. To have the person caught, totally worth it. I'm, I'm so happy to repair that window. I'm so happy to write that check. Developing now, a suspected prolific burglar behind bars. Tonight, the sigh of relief from numerous business owners in Pierce County. Fife police arrested the man early this morning after security cameras caught him inside a motorcycle dealership. And the owner thinks the same guy broke into his dealership multiple times this year. And now police say that the dealership isn't the only business that burglars hit. This morning's burglary was in Fife, but now we're learning that Tacoma police believe he's connected to at least seven burglaries in nearby downtown Tacoma. Como's Mo Hyder is live in Fife just outside that dealership with reaction from the owner tonight. Mo? Yeah, Eric, Molly, that man was armed with a machete, smashed where this glass door used to be, and the owner says he believed that is the same man that has targeted this business several times. He's just glad he's now behind bars. 
Just after midnight, a man smashes his glass door and makes his way into this Harley-Davidson dealership in Fife. Surveillance video then shows him rummaging through the filing cabinets. Ed Wallace is the owner and says no motorcycles were stolen, but he didn't leave empty-handed. So then he circled back into the service department where he stole two laptops, some miscellaneous tools, and uh, then made his way outside. Police were checking around the building, and that's when they noticed his shadow before he turns himself in. Wallace believes this is the same man that's broken into the dealership four times already. One incident dates back to May of 2020. I feel like having this particular person caught is going to reduce uh, the stress that I've been feeling with those expenses, and I think it's going to reduce it for a lot of other dealerships. After the arrest, the five police department learned the suspect was on Tacoma Police's radar. We were contacted by Tacoma PD, um, unaware, but Tacoma was looking for this individual. Apparently, they have some burglaries that this person may be associated with. Tacoma detectives believe he's connected to seven downtown burglaries. Wallace wants to make sure he faces the consequences. And the hope is that he can be kept off the street for some time. And that right there is from Tacoma News right there. They got the guy. Rock on. Now, Harley-Davidson is uh, inviting everybody to their dealership uh, the 2nd and 3rd of April, in a press release, Harley-Davidson says, head to your dealer on the 2nd and 3rd April and see what they've got lined up to help you usher in the new season. You're bound to see something new to tempt you and get yourself geared up for the full 2022 on wheels. Uh, Harley-Davidson has myriad motorcycling options to get your teeth into from their Sportster S, perfect for those trips through the winding mountain roads to the Road Glide Special, the ideal pick from Harley to experience the world you're riding. Basically, it's to try to sell you a motorcycle. <laughs> that is what it's about, is for you to buy a motorcycle. Anyway, going to the second part of the show with China Dow. It should be a good one. Always messing with poor China Dow on there. That's all I get in the emails is why you got to pick on China Dow so much. Well, it's fun. That's why. So you can listen in the Discord server in the radio room on Insane Throttle's radio app. You to get off of Google Play or InsaneThrottleTV.com. Don't forget the Roco channel. Go over there and watch all these cool interviews. The last one's up, and uh, it was a good time. Anyway, we'll talk to you later. Have a good one. That'll rock on, baby.
How you guys doing? Welcome to the show. We're about to get jiggy with it, baby. I got special guest Twitch as well as my crime partner. Problem is, I think he freaking rat on me if he got busted down, man. Because you know what? He's having his beard done by his girlfriend. He's all Liberace on my ass right now. So I don't think, at least I don't think that he'd stand behind me as a crime partner, man. He go in the jail, they be looking him up and down and stuff. He'd be like crying and stuff like that. He he say, "Hey jail guard, I need to talk about Hollywood. Just get me out of this place." Anyway, we're going to be talking uh the Twitch as well. If you guys don't know Tacoma Twitch, he is new on the YouTube sending it on uh Storm. He had a controversial video come out. We're going to be talking about that, as well as his credentials, his, uh, you know, some of his club experiences, how he left, all that good stuff. But let's bring in the meatball. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, this right now. Here we go. We got to get this. Uh, let's see here. Half scream or what, man? There it is. There it is. I got meatball. No, I got uh, Black Dragon. He says every time he comes on my show, it's always like, you know what? You get a new nickname here. That is Uncle Phil. Everybody give a pound Uncle Phil for Black Dragon. We got Twitch. How you doing, Twitch? Uh, you over there on the West Coast. You know what? I just found out I got a bunch of, uh, you know, Looney leftists on the show with me, so Hollywood's got to uh, cover himself. Uh, to the, you know, it worries me a little bit. It worries me a little bit. Anyway, how you doing, Black Dragon? I'm good, man. How are you, man? I'm doing good, man. Do I have to give you some, uh, you know, special types of vitamins to get you all excited? Anyway, let's go. <laughs> What's up, Twitch? How you doing? You're so jealous of my beard. What's for going it? on, I mean, man? Every time we got to take this, it's just a shame. Okay. I know that we have to look good on video. I look more better than you. I get it. So you need a little help. But damn, man, having a woman have to comb your beard. I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, anyway, uh, Twitch, uh, we're going to jump right into this right now. Uh, let's go a little bit about your experience in the MC scene as well as the set. Let's hit it. So you want the, the the short background, the abbreviated version? Well, um, well I'm not talking I about, followed... you know, screwing the hose and all that stuff. But, no, you know, the, the right, overall. Right, yeah. So I felt like a lot of guys from the West Coast, I fell in love with motorcycle clubs when I was about eight years old. And we had a lot of family in California. And we were in California, and I saw a pack of Hells Angels go by me on the road. I was like, fuck, yeah, I need to be one of those guys someday. And – that never left, right? And as I got older into my teenage years, um, I still wanted to be a Hell's Angel. And, um, I, you know, because we had motorcycle clubs here in Washington, but but not California scene. And I, um, uh, the Angels weren't here in Washington yet. And, and, and uh, there wasn't internet, so you couldn't learn about it by being on the internet. You know, in my generation, if you wanted to become a motorcycle, the fucking common phrase across the country was, Go out and find a member and ask them how to become a member. And so that's what, and, and when I was like 18 years old, as soon as I, I got a little bit of freedom, uh, or I already had a lot of freedom, but, but as soon as I got my own freedom I wanted and I could control, I went to, to parties and public runs 
um, in the Bay Area um, and in Oakland. Um, so I could learn about the Hells Angels and I hung around them and I, and I, I paid attention to them and I learned about their history and got to know them. And, uh, you know, um, then when I turned 21, I went down and knocked on the door and said, hey, I want to be a Hells Angel. And I almost got my ass kicked, but I didn't. And, you know, that's how I met Marvin. And um, he started teaching me, you know, what I need to pursue that goal. And, uh, you know, later on, I had guys like Josh. Uh, who's a notorious Hells Angel enforcer. Um, he uh, is still one of my best brothers to this day. And those guys mentored me. And mm. then later on, I was, once I was in the world, um, you know, cause I came in thinking I wanted to be a Hells Angel. And then the Rico happened here in Washington with those guys. And um, stuff changed dramatically. I decided, no, that, you know, that's not where, and eventually I found where I fit in at the Outsiders. And, uh, you know, they're an old school outlaw motorcycle club that dates back to 1969 or 68, excuse me. Um, and, uh, um, you know, at the time I found them, they were going through a transit where, where um, you know, Double D made member. And, and with him, uh, we started bringing around some younger guys and, and they were these passionate guys. And I was one of those younger, younger, passionate guys. And it didn't matter whether I was around the angels or, or whether I was around the outsiders, um, you know, the, the COC and NCOM is incredibly important to the outlaw motorcycle club because it's um, something. Well, let, we let me stop you. Let me stop we, you I mean, there, Twitch. Uh, let me stop you there. Uh, we've been getting hit all week and I'd like to, uh, hear it from you, uh, yeah. about this law enforcement. Were you a part of, yeah. uh, a police department? Yeah. For almost 10 years, I worked undercover and conducted surveillance to get a motorcycle club. So the way that came about was after I started hanging around and became part of the club world, I had over a decade in the club world um, where I was working as a PI and a private military contractor and a bodyguard. And I had established my reputation and I was doing, I'd done criminal defense investigations for every major 1% motorcycle club where I'd gotten guys off of, you know, murder charges. And so I was, um, you know, I had established my reputation. Everybody knew who I was. I was a one percenter, even though I wasn't wearing a one percent diamond. You know, I, w I was Twitch. I was loyal to the culture. And in um, like I deliberately re retarded my career opportunities up to that point um, so that I could be around the one percent motorcycle club culture, because that's the only skill set I had. I'm trained to hunt and kill people. Right. And protect people. And, and you, you, there's no jobs in the civilian world that, 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 you know, other than law enforcement where that kind of skill set fits in. And, and so in, um, it was like 2005, 2006, somewhere right in there. Um, I was doing a lot of criminal defense investigations and I handled a major case, homicide case, um, where during my defense investigation, I was able to prove that the state's primary witness, the prosecution's primary witness, was not only lying about everything, but while our defendant was sitting in jail, she had formed forged tension and his uh, um, social security and was stealing his money. And so we had to turn that information over to the attorney general's office. And they sent a guy to my office, an investigator, um, to take all that evidence and take a statement from me and whatnot. Um, and, uh, let, me, and, uh, 
Let, uh, let me just step in for a minute. Just just for a minute. Are you telling me you were a cop and a one percenter at the same time? Yeah, I carried a badge, gold badge. Did your club brothers I know was, this? It's, it's not possible. Absolutely. It, it, absolutely in the COC and the N, and NCOM, because uh, later on in like 2000 and I don't know, 13 or 14, the cops, Twitch. when they figured out. I, Twitch, you're telling me, uh, this is taking a whole new turn for me. You're telling me that NCOM. This is all public record. You can go. Yeah. New. And 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 this one percent motorcycle club that is infamous and well known knew you were a cop. Absolutely, because the implicate the implications of that would be. I know the it implications. Sounds totally fucked. Uh, yeah, it sounds totally fucked and totally unbelievable. Right. Excuse my language. Let's ease up on the swearing, guys. Let me let me because I just this don't, is really complicated. Well, I get it, Twitch. It, I just it, don't under because I know the uh, about the outsiders, and I just couldn't see them doing that. But right, go ahead. So let's just let's just and, do and this. So, um, when, can, can I finish? Let me let me ask you this real quick. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, forgive me. That's I'm being rude. Uh, go ahead. So so when when it came time for me, this guy came to my office in Hawaiian shirt, fucking shorts, flip flops. We we chatted me up and and. You know, eventually, six months later, he calls me and offers me a job, right? Well, I deliberately fucking retarded my career and was like, you don't make a shit ton of money doing that. Contracting, you don't make a shit ton of money. It's sporadic, you know? And this was a chance to work four days a week. And, um, you know, it had great fucking benefits. And so I went to the Angels who were going through Rico at the time. And I said, hey, you know, here's what these guys are offering me. Like world's totally fucking changed and you guys are changing right now dramatically. I, I know I'm not supposed to do it and I still want to be a one percenter, but before I walk away from the culture and either take this job to take care of my family or fucking, you know, give it up just because I'm going to stick and, and be a one percenter. I want to let you guys know. And, and, uh, they told me, Hey man, we got no problem with you. We know where you're from. We know what your background is. We know where your loyalty lies and you doing that might have credibility in the long run because i'd already testified as a defense in cases and, and you know the big thing with my credentials is who they put on the stand on the opposite side ones you know is was that badge and we figured if i could get that it would give us the credibility and and so that's i took okay. it with the yeah. blessing of the major clubs and, and, and one, one okay. more thing uh, hold on hold, hold on a when sec it goes uh, to the clubs no one no when it goes to the clubs knowing in like 2014, some cops served a, a public records request because I was on my work and tried to have my work computer seized and analyzed for all these terms because they said I was a plant and, and providing information, right, to the clubs. And when that went down, our COC attorney here in Washington, with the permission of the Washington COC, represented me and all that's public record. We went into court. You know, he was there. My club brothers were there. You know, there was no question about what I did for work. And I don't predict what the, the fucking culture says. Let's, well, let's ease up on uh, the How are you going to go after Sosta Ghosts for being a, a poser and a fake and a punk and all these things? And, and you were a cop and a one percenter at the same time. I find it unbelievable. Are, are you... are? 
what is your standing? Are you out bad, out good? What what is your standing with the with the uh with your former club? I haven't had any contact from the outsiders since 2017 when I left. And at that point in time, it was out good. Uh, about a year, let me go back. I guess I did have contact with Double once since then. About a year after I left the club, I was talking to another club member for a club member from another club who's still active. And he, he told me that he had been visiting the clubhouse. And they told him I was out bad. And none of the crew could believe I was out bad. And I was like, that's fucking news told that. And so, you know, I've got, I confronted Double. Thank goodness he sent me text messages saying, you're not out bad. You're just out. And so those are in my third book. Uh, protecting my well, let me uh, hold, let me hold you. Let, let me hold up there, Twitch. I got a statement from the club now. Uh, uh, let's see here. The Outsiders MC uh, has not chosen to make a public statement other than the fact that Jeff Burns is in out. And I'm, I'm thinking that's you is in yeah, out okay. bad standings from the club. Uh, the outsiders. A lot of this stuff is uh, now just coming in, and the interview just took a swing here. Uh, what I don't get, you keep on because uh, NCOM, I've known it since uh, the early 90s and stuff like that. I know uh, the history of the outsiders, I know the history of the uh, Hells Angels. And one thing that's shocking me that I can't get over, and the rest of my other listeners can get over is this fact what police department did you work for i worked for the state of Washington. so you were a trooper or no i worked for an agency within the state of washington i'm not going to go into my background beyond that right, sure sure but but i i just you're telling me that a one percent motorcycle club and income and all of the clubs involved with income some of the some of the, the, the top clubs in the United States of America knew that you were law enforcement? It was not something we advertised. Me? It wasn't something we hid. I, yeah. No, you're and not it, answering like the said, question. It's it a was, yes or a no. And I'm not trying to be yes, confrontational, yes. but yes, I am. Yes. I can't speak that everybody knew, but we made no secret of it. I was open with my, my career. Everybody knew in Washington State. It, it was public record in my court case with those troopers. And uh, our COC attorney represented us. He would brief the COC meetings with what was going on in my case while we were trying to fight it. And so, you know, like, yeah, that was that was not a secret. And if you knew me, you knew me. Well, that, but the was, reason why I ask I is in, in that video, you had somebody in there that I really love as a person. Uh, really, I had a lot really of people respect. in there I really love. Uh, but this guy is like a hero to me, like uh, J.R. Reed was to me, and they're in the same club. And I cannot even fathom him being all right with that. Uh, do you, BD? You know who I'm talking about, right? I know exactly who you're talking about. Uh, who He's been a mentor. I know who you're talking well. about. He was one of my mentors, and he never had any, never voiced any problems to me, you know, all the years I was around him so i uh i have a statement here that says that you were not initially put out bad but after you announced that your uh book uh that you wrote your book then your standing changed uh i haven't read the book patriot gangster um what about that would have would have created 
the chaos that would make the club put you out bad? Writing a book goes against the 1% code. That's why no, nobody writes books. The only person with it was Sonny, you know? I mean, if you go back and look at the guy that wrote Out in Bad Standing from the Banditos, why he called it that was because as soon as you write a book as a one percenter or go on the internet, unless there's rare exceptions, you're going to be put in bad standing. Standing doesn't mean now, shit anymore. What, in one thing that, or anything. Well, it means uh, coming from a club like the Outsiders. <laughs> You know what? I've always been for clubs, NCOM 100%, and I always uh, follow that, even though people call me bias and stuff. But the question I do have is, did you? why wouldn't you put that out in your initial video about SOS? Because now right. I'm sitting back and saying, well, f well, wait a second here. He went after put, SOS put the ghost. Yeah, that uh, your the, experience the, your status all that type of stuff yeah. and especially the law enforcement because i don't know if you ever watched my platform i'm not the most liked among law enforcement i'm hated at oh man you should and, try being me well <laughs> exactly but you went after sos well when you went after sos you put up your whole resume and it was that resume that i found compelling uh, I'm this, I'm that, I'm this, I'm that. But you never said uh, I was law enforcement. You never said I was out bad from the club. These things. I mean, when you put out a disclaimer, when you when you put out your your when you put out your thing that says why I'm qualified to to say that this man isn't who he says he is, you can't just put out the good and and not the bad. You have to completely qualify yourself and. All these things that you put out, all of these people following you across the country, uh, and many people that 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 haven't liked the the things that he's done, but uh, you you shoot yourself in the entire foot when you say, "And I was a cop." This is against this is against the code of one percenter dumb all over the world. I I am I am not believing this here. I'm not believing this. I I'm. Uh, I'm not believing this. I'm I'm just blown away. And to tell me that the Hell's Angels Motorcycle Club Nation w is okay with working with a cop, I I don't I don't know that uh, I can believe that. I know but, many of them. Know, maybe you can, Hollywood. I, I can't explain that. What you coming at me for? <laughs> you always throw stuff on me. I'm stuck, man. This one kind of took me by surprise. Hey, you know, like if you look at my past, look at who I'm still friends with, who my closest brother is to this day, Josh, right? Is he going to hang out Josh, with somebody who he thinks is a binder? They did a gangland on him. They did a gangland on him? And, okay, that's, wow. Go so, ahead, Dragon. Like, there's a reason why he's still my Is it, did he actually flip if he was on gangland? No, he didn't flip. Why was he no, on gangland? He he, he, they, because they charged him. He, he went away for 14 years for a Rico, you know, when they hit the Washington guys in 2006 for Rico. Um, he was one of the guys that they got. And, and so he did 14 years. He, he refused. 
He was initially facing that penalty. He refused to cooperate, took it to trial, fucking uh, um, 14 years. In, in the, hey, in Twitch, the can you uh, hold, on a, uh, hold on a second? I got another special guest coming in here uh, yeah. that would know about this. Uh, Irish, how you doing? Welcome to the show. You are on live worldwide. Let's guys uh, try to uh, hang on to the swearing and all that good stuff. How you doing, man? I'm doing good. How are you? Good, man. You wanted to come on. Uh, you're welcome uh, to say whichever you want. I, I, I do. I'll make this quick. Uh, I didn't plan on this. Um, I'm sorry, Twitch. You're, you're just flat out lying, man. You are flat out lying. There is not one way you are a law enforcement officer and a member of the Outsiders Motorcycle Club. I am not a member of the Outsiders Motorcycle Club. I do not speak for the Outsiders Motorcycle Club, nor do I speak for any other club. I'm speaking for myself. I met you a couple times. There's not one single way, and I've met a, quite a few outsiders in my career, that the Outsiders Motorcycle Club would have a law enforcement officer in their ranks, nor would the Washington State COC allow a law enforcement officer to be within their ranks, travel the country, meet the people that you met, that you got to ride on the coattails of somebody else, be introduced to these people, live the lifestyle that you did while being a law enforcement officer. This is absolutely disgraceful that you're saying this. The closest thing you had is that you were a labor and industry worker and you worked for Geico Insurance. You may then have had a badge or some kind of credentials that you could keep in a wallet. Tell me, am I lying? Um, no, wait, you just Josh don't have Binder all the facts. Was, Josh Binder was a hell's angel. He's out bad too. So, but... I mean, if you guys want me to prove, I can go into my safe right now and grab some certificates and prove that. If that's the aspect of my background you want me to prove, please, I can absolutely, please like, go I into your safe right now, please, please, Jeff, go into your safe right now, please, and grab a badge, grab any kind of information that you can. I don't have a badge, please but, but I, can, I can grab you a training. Please, get a little. All right, hold on. Is that okay, Hollywood? Do you have time for that? Is that do you yeah? Because this kind of took a turn. Like, wow. All right, hold, go hold ahead. On. I'll be right back. Because I got I got Irish on, and Irish is uh, known in this community, and I just cannot see the Outsiders, which is a has a legacy taken in the cop. I just can't see it. I don't know about you, Black Dragon, but I can't. Not knowingly, anyway. No, there's no way. Absolutely none. I mean, I would. You know, I just bet my life. To apologize to that 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 whole. Um, I I I um I I need to apologize to. Uh, uh, um, I need to uh, apologize to Sos, man. The yeah, freaking. I need to apologize to, to to Sos for um um this whole. Uh, Everybody get. It's their side of the story, but at the time, I, I believe in all sides of the story. But if you're gonna put, you know, this is this isn't this is unbelievable. This is unbelievable to me. I don't believe it. Uh, but hey, uh, we'll, we'll we're gonna see some paperwork, I suppose. But um, you can't come up here and put a, a whole resume out and you know just so qualify yourself. It looks so. It was all so convincing and all this kind of stuff. And um, 
Um, and and then you're going to be in law enforcement too. First of all, we, well, uh, Irish said he 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 don't. I don't think he he was. It was he law enforcement. <laughs> look, I mean, I've never been to the guy's house. We've never called each other. I, I, I know Everybody's quite a few people now. who know him. There's I. There's no, not a chance, not a chance. And if he was, it was unknown. So to say that it was known to the Outsiders Motorcycle all right, Club is all right. Is so first of all, total ludicrous thing. First of all, everything with my case with those cops that tried to seize my work computers is public record, right? And Double D was in a courtroom with us, you know. So to say uh, the outside, you know what? Hold, the, hold, on, hold on, Twitch. I don't want Double D's name brought up in this because he's not yeah. here to defend himself. He is a fighter for NCOM and NCOC. And I'm okay, not well, I'll just bring this. The attorney who represented me in the case was Marty Fox, the Washington COC attorney at the time. I don't have. That I thought that envelope was in my with all my training certificates was in my safe. It's not. It's not the most important thing in my planet. I find is my tech from undercover school, which was by Charlie Fuller, um, who was the guy that trained Jay Dobbins. So here's yeah. that book. Here's Charlie's card. You know, saying that he was the instructor. Um, and if you really want me to pull some certificates, some mild training certificates, I'm no. Gonna, I, my you know. question is, why the hell would you even bring up Dobbs? You know how much damage he's done to people. Uh, uh, Dobbins, um, yeah. Because he's why a would criminal. He in my opinion, he's, in my opinion, he is like the biggest phony as far as making money off of the fucking culture. And if you look at Black Fist, that dude had to commit crimes just to open that investigation. He but went you just Mexico said he's, he, you just said he was a phony. But here you come on ours, and everybody's thinking the world of you. And next thing you know, we're finding this type of stuff out. And it's I mean, like, dude, you just bashed the guy hardcore. Well, we're finding out you were law enforcement, and that's right, not, you're finding it out now. Because, yeah. Because you, you didn't say it in You're your video. You didn't say you were a cop in your video. Who I was. That's what it is. No, but it's all over my books pages. It's right there in the back. Was your book fact checked? I'm an author of four books. I know how the process goes because if you don't get it right within the book, yes. your ass is getting sued. But right. for. Uh, How do you think you're doing the outsiders right now by saying some of this type of stuff? You're still paling around with a guy who's out bad from the hell's angels, man. And I just don't believe that Double D ever went to court with you. I, 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 I just don't know. believe it. Um, All right. Hey, and, Dragon, I don't want Double D's name well, brought up. I, I, I'm sorry. The name was brought up, and, and I'm not going to have his name just uh, uh, drug out like that. I right. can't. Okay, go ahead. But so, I don't want him being muddied up, man. Because yeah, no, yeah. Because he's not here to no. say no. That's that's not that's not that's un, uncool. You're talking about um, historic figures in this in this thing. No, you're talking about it, a it, damn it, legend that uh, went and got these profiling laws, working his ass off, and now he's now this shit's on my program. Yeah, I'm kind of perturbed. But go ahead, uh, BD or Irish or Twitch. My question. So, which, okay, hey, Jeff. Uh, I'm sorry, Hollywood. So, go, no, Jeff, go I. If you could lay out, then I guess a timeline from age 21 to to now. Um, 
when you became an operator, when you were trained to kill, when you got certified as a law enforcement officer, and then when you prospected and became a member of a respected motorcycle club and, and switched. I mean, when when did this stuff happen? I mean, this is very James Bond-esque right. life that, that you've right. lived so here. I, and, um, you know, I've, I've seen you training dogs and, and, and shooting some firearms, but I, I'm not seeing anything that, that backs it up. So, <laughs> all right, well, um, I started everything. I started Cycle Club World as soon as I turned 18, you know, and um, that's when I started learning. And at the time, I didn't know, like, I didn't know that I wanted to be a one percenter because I, I was believing what mainstream was saying. And I thought, it, you know, but I knew enough to come around and learn. And as I came around and learned, what I learned real quick was, especially with the club that I was coming around, they got a lot of heat they didn't deserve, you know, and I wasn't seeing it was being taught by, you know, free media. And so um, that's what drew me into the life. And, you know, there, there was some stuff with Wash involved in the clubs here um, The you know, there were no house angels initially when I got interested in motorcycle clubs um, in Washington state. And when I first turned 21, you know, and, and uh, I didn't really want to be a bandito. And, at the time, the outsiders only had you know older guys. Hold on a sec. Hold on a sec. Hey, Twitch, do you believe clubs are gangs, organized crime, any of that? Sh Absolutely not. It's a lie, and that's a lie right. designed by law enforcement to enrich themselves. Well, can I ask you something, uh, Jeff? I can ask you something, Jeff. Uh, on your Facebook, you put: Does anyone know any nonprofits or tattoo artists that will help? Former gang organized crime outlaw motorcycle club members cover their tattoos after they have left the life. So if you don't believe that, why would you put that? Because if you went, you went to it until book three, man, but my life got shitty between me and the feds after I the club. And especially when they no, found that's out not what I'm asking. If you don't believe if you don't believe in that, why did you call them organized crime? You just said no. You, I didn't call them organized crime. Well, that was in a post of yours, and that's something I can right. put up. Is it well, not? Well, you I made that post on August 28th of 2021. Yeah, I did. Facebook. Okay. So no matter no matter what I call my, my club no matter what I call my club tattoos, according to law enforcement. They're gang tattoos. And so last time I came in from overseas, you know, they tried to deport me. They kicked me back out of the country, you know, because they stay, I'm, they still inactive as long as I've got my tattoos. Now I'm getting forced to fucking cover my tattoos by law enforcement so I can try and recapture some sort of normal life. You're not on BB, BD. I don't know what happened to you. You were trying to, you, <laughs> Go were, ahead, you were almost kicked out of the United States of America when you tried to come back here because... America doesn't kick people I out was. for tattoos. That's that's not they no, don't do that. I was. Are you I an American? Do you still have your Do yeah. you still have your club tattoos on? Some of them, some of them. Oops. Why haven't you got those covered up or dated? Well, dates like I said, nobody up. ever told me I was out bad. So why would I get them covered? You up? still left and the they club. Are dated. You still left the club, and you should have dated them at least. Right. It is. Dated. There it is. 
what about the one under your underarm with the outsiders uh, deal? What, my 1%? We weren't required to date every single tattoo. Just don't remember yeah, that. but you're out. But I thought the cops told you you had to cover them up. No, so why ain't it covered until up? Until I get everything fucking covered, according to the cops, I'm working at it, man. But I got a lot of club tattoos, so it's expensive. I've already done this arm. I'm working across and getting shit done. But when I left the club, I knew that my out status would get changed at some point out bad club always do it when they lose a good member so, so you're saying you were a good member but you were you said you were a good member and it's always their fault when a good member leaves but at the same time you're sitting here saying well i was a cop right. this cop the only way the outsiders would allow that was if they didn't know it that that's any club and i guarantee you know irish is here to talk about i can't talk on behalf you of know, Encom. But I know damn again damn well some of them clubs wouldn't have done that. If you look up in Thurston County Superior Court, um, I think it'd probably be under Keith Piggott versus Jeff Burns. Um, to pull the, the transcripts from my case where they seized my, my computers at work and see that the income attorney representatives and see everything that went on and was said in that courtroom. What attorney from NCOM are you claiming represented you? Fox, he's retired now, but he was our old Washington COC attorney. Irish, you can go ahead and speak, man. I'm really, I mean, I'm just in shock. I'm, I mean, we're, we're, we're either in the presence of greatness or exceptional delusion and I'm leaning towards the latter because I mean I just can't I mean as SOG Bobby put it up like when again when did you become a trained killer I mean was it up at Fort Lewis that's that's right around the corner no 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 and, no uh, I I got into I know a couple guys who went there uh, you were an Olympic skier as well yeah. that that well, takes some practice you know, that's a couple years coach. yeah yeah Something uh, I mean, that, that's everything out. I and did coach, for my coach. Okay, well, that's pretty cool. Yeah. And and this was when you when when you also traveled to Maryland, and and you know, no, the time I traveled to Maryland, I think. Okay, I, yeah, okay. I'm sorry. Maryland was like so coaching Olympic skiers on top of learning how to how to hunt and kill men. And and I'm trained, going to to ride in a that pack happened, as an outlaw motorcycle that club. That happened as well. after like I left the Outsiders. Yeah, that after, happened in okay. August. So, yeah, they I invited a former member of a motorcycle club to Cuba to teach them when there are thousands of current motorcycle club members. No, no. No, I, I was in, I was in Cuba, which if you've ever been to Cuba, you understand they're like, no, I'm American. They've got 11 million people, and not, and, and nine million are fucking. Well, when did you go to? When did you go to Cuba? When did you go to Cuba? They even let people go. 2017. Not anymore. 2017. I didn't. I don't think they lifted the embargo by then. Uh, 
that's they did no, that time Cuba. when Americans technically weren't allowed to go to Cuba. But my passport's handy if you want me to grab my passport and show you that visa. It is please, right yes, if you want yes, that. please. No, that no, would be no, great, no, spectacular. No, yes, if you're undercover, they're not going to want to see your passport. You're going to get in there without the going through all that shit. All I know is, uh, if Sostagos is listening, you never hear it. Well, you do hear it much from me because when I'm wrong, I am wrong. Uh, any harm that has come to you from this guy, our apologies at Insane Throttle. Uh, wow. Yes. Wow. Go ahead, BD. You're on. Uh, so let me ask you this uh twitch yeah where's the cuba stamp i can't see it i'm getting to that i just wanted to establish that this was my passport let me find it in here here we go i can't see nothing I see it right there in the oval. It says Republic de Cuba, August 15th, 2017. I see it. So let me ask you this, uh, Twitch. You said in your video that Sosa was, you said that in your video that Sosa was, and I paraphrase, a punk that came from a cop club. How could you say that if you're a cop? I'm not a cop. I mean, <laughs> now I'm confused. How could you? Right, like, how could you? How could you lament him for being something that 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 you are? I, and and he was never a cop. If you I knowingly had one cop, cop in your club, club I lamented Jeff. him for saying he was. But you, you were in a club. I think you were in a club. I sat next to you as a club member. Okay. If you, if, if a club allows, knowingly allows a current law enforcement officer in, that would make them a cop club, correct? Then by proxy, that would no, make I, I the whole Washington saying. COC, the kind of one of the pinnacle COCs of the nation, supporting a cop club because cop clubs do their thing. If you're a cop club, you're a cop club, fine, go be a cop club. There are some stand-up I cop clubs that they works, stay yeah. on their side of the street. But you're calling somebody else a punk for being a cop in a club, therefore a cop club, and you're saying you were a cop, no, so no, that no, makes no, you no, a no, punk. No, 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 no. Well, I'm just, I'm just asking, be which because center and claiming hold to be, on. they've done the things that we did. Well, hold on a second. Here's where I can speak on Sos. I know damn well he did time in the joint with ratting on anybody. I know he's, tr you know what, regardless of what I look at the club scene as, because I'm an old ass graybeard now, from the 1990s, I've been through all the crap in Chicago through the 90s, and I know this kid, he at least loves the scene, and he's trying to do it the best way he can on his channel, 
And no, that ain't sucking a ball, man. No, that's being true, honest. At least he was honest where he came from. Here I go into this damn show thinking everything was cool. And now I get this thrown at me. Everybody knows I can't stand cops. I got a you kid doing over the show. years. Well, we that's something that you should have told you us. You never told anybody. But you told it us. Is, it's thing. on my bio, my book. It says it right there. It's everywhere from my book, on my author page. Like I wish I had you read guys your book. didn't get that. Uh, yeah, we didn't do our, yeah, obviously, we didn't do our due diligence. <laughs> but go ahead, Irish. You had a question. My fault, then. No, no, it's okay. Um, so let me ask you this. I, hold on. I, um, what is this that you said? I would never have guessed the head injuries I received in the sports world combined with the head injuries from my professional career turn out to be one of the scariest enemies I've ever faced. Protect your noggin. Are you, are you, do you have some issues that have arrived, arise from your, your injuries, your, your head injuries? Yeah, when I, was, when I do, I, I just recently got, well, they can't officially diagnose you until it's post-mortem, but based on my brain MRIs, um, they need to start looking out for um, all the various things that are associated with CTE because it's not just CTE. They, they're pretty sure I have it, but along with that comes Parkinson's and all sorts of other fucked up shit. And it comes from so re being exposed to repeated concussions. So basically, I got a kook. That's what I got here. I got uh, a kook. Uh, Hollywood. If that's the way you want to look at it, yeah. All right. Hollywood. That, that's I'm sorry, man. No, I'm sorry. Nah, listen, dude. I'll say, I'll say this. I'll say this. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Insiders, a freaking cop club, and that ain't happening on my show with Double D's name in it. I, I why think would I say that if it wasn't true, the, man? Like, why wouldn't I just be Twitch with Because Double D wouldn't give you the damn freaking time of day if you were a cop. Wouldn't well, give you a damn. T oh my I god! Lay, I go ahead. I protected that man with my life for ten years, man. I was with him every day. You protected him with your life for ten years, but you're sitting here saying, "Well, the outsiders would have took me in because I was a cop." No damn way they would have. Read my book. It's Neither would end cop. Go ahead, man. My bad. Go ahead, BD. You're a lot more calmer than I am because I'm pissed off when they bring up NCOM. Go ahead. Okay. Let's uh, let's take a, a breath. Twitch, um, I am severely disappointed in the uh, turn that this interview has taken. Um. I just, I, I had no idea you were going to come up here and tell me that you were an undercover cop. But I'm also wondering if, if it's true. I mean, is this not? Then you bash Fitz Johns. At least he fucking admitted it. But go ahead. My fault. Well, and you and you railed against Fingers John, or what? However you say his name, Fingers Rouch, Fingers Johns. You you railed against him and said that he was a dirtbag. I mean, you you clearly came out in the front of your video. Uh, aligning yourself on the side of one percenters and against cops. And you then come out and say that you were a undercover cop. And then, uh, you know, were you reporting on the clubs or were you, were you, you, you had to be reporting on the clubs. What the hell were you an undercover cop in a one percenter club? If you weren't reporting on the clubs. 
How was it that you were helpful towards my club membership? My work and my club membership were totally separate. When the fucking state finally figured out that I was Twitch, then they went after me at work to try and fire me. They seized my computer. All of that. That's how that all came about. You know, but like you want to sit here and focus on that and say, how could you say, you know, you were this, you were a cop. I don't have any fucking accolades for that. Look at what I did for the fucking club. But you were saying you were a one percenter maliciously. You know how many friends of mine are dead or in prison right now for that patch? Mine too. But you come out here and say, well, you know, I was an undercover cop. Don't tell me that the two are separate. If you're a cop, you're a cop is what it is. You know what? You sat there and talked about J.R. Reed. Well, let me give you a little hint about J.R. Reed and what he said once. And this was passed down to me. If you want to be a cop, be a cop. If you want to be a biker, be a biker. But you did not tell me coming on this show, and I don't care if you do little videos and shit like that after this interview, because you're in the wrong. Because you talked about people that I know, and you're sitting here telling me that you were in a club while a cop, and they accepted that. The outsiders wouldn't have done that. All right, man. Let's just call it what it is. If you're looking for attention for the book, you should have said Hollywood. Come on, look at them. They know. I don't give. You know what? I don't care about your county records because I'm. I don't. They knew, dude. So you're proud to be a cop, and you're telling me Hollywood. Hollywood, calm down. One thing that we do know. One thing that we do know. One thing we do know. I tell you what, in Chicago, we would have put a bullet in your head. Go ahead, Hollywood. So the one thing I will tell you is this. The thing that you said Sosa is going to benefit, Sosa has been benefiting from, the silence of the MCs, those are the same things you're going to benefit from. Because there's no way in hell the outsiders are going to come on here and and dignify this with a response. Apparently somebody already has. All right, guys. You know what, Twitch? I really appreciate having you on the show, but you know what? You're disappointed. Get the fuck out of here. Okay, I'm sorry about that, man. The outsiders gave their the statement that they chose to give, and that's absolutely their right. Anybody in the MC world knows that the Outsiders Motorcycle Club are as legit as they come. Their members are stand up as they come and, and and unfortunately somebody like Jeff has some brain injuries and and things happen as you get older and, and mental statuses change and so do statuses. Sorry, I didn't plan on this and my kids are making some noise here. And that's where we are. Well, I'm sorry that you had to come on uh, with all that. It just upsets me because there's a lot of great men uh, within NCOM, a lot of great people within the outsiders and stuff. And this was a kick in the balls. And you know what? I don't agree much with Sosa because he's a new generation guy. But for him to have to go through some bullshit like that is it's unbelievable, man. I believe in giving both sides of the story. And well, let me tell you, uh, when, when it came to the things that he said uh, that he did not like about what Sos was doing, 
I'm in perfect agreement with those things. It's too bad we didn't get a chance to get to that. Um, I didn't. I, there's a lot of things that uh, that young man has done that I have not been in agreement with, and, and I've, I'm I I hold to that line. But um, you know, so there were some accusations that he made in his video um, about his diamond being stolen and all kinds of other things that I wanted to get to. I wanted to find out. Uh, you know, what, what does it mean when you, you know, what diamond did he steal? What did he do? What did he, and then when he talked about, uh, uh, taking the, uh, uh, video from, uh, from the, uh, sons of silence and playing that video and, and beeping out, uh, uh, some of the things that, that the guy said. And I, I kind of felt that that shouldn't be done to a legend too. I wanted to get his response on it. Um, I, I don't know that it, particularly pulls away from, I mean, the legitimacy of what he said was legitimate on the base of, of what he said, but it all got blown to hell with this, uh, you know, I'm a cop, I'm this, I'm that. And I don't know. Uh, I've gotten a lot of text messages tonight. Some of it say that because of the brain injuries that he has admitted that he's had, that a lot of the stuff he's just actually making up and that he doesn't really that ain't uh, my problem. That ain't well, my problem. Well, hold on, hold on. There, there is uh, unfortunately for someone, or or in this situation, someone like Jeff, that there is a tinge of truth in almost all of his stories. Um, he he was that is behind problem. somebody. He did go to NCOM meetings. He did go to other COC meetings. He did travel around on somebody else's dime, on somebody else's name, that's how he got those pictures. I've seen some of the same people that he has, but they're not going to take a picture with me. But he was able to do it because of the club that he was in. And using that clout enabled him, it, it opened up doors, and then he is now that culture vulture. And right. and and this CTE and and with possibly other other Mental you know health what? issues. I, I, I am a nurse, but CTE, mental health, substance tell abuse. Tell everybody what CTE means, please, for those that chronic, don't know. Chronic traumatic encephalopathy, okay? So it's after repeated head injuries that, that your brain will deteriorate. So it's what a lot of football players are getting right now, uh, MMA fighters, uh, surprisingly not as much, hockey players, even soccer. So that's uh, what that Will Smith movie was about. Yada yada yada. Well, you know what? I can understand that, but I can't under. Uh, I know that they have a problem and stuff like that. That's fine, but I'm not going to let them go after the outsiders. I'm not going to let them go after NCOM and CUC. I can care less. Go get a damn shrink. That ain't my problem because you ain't going after men that are you know giants in this stuff. Because you you know I'm not trying to be a dick, Irish, but you know. This well, guy, went, this guy went. Oh, he went after a kid's business. Okay, he went after a kid's business, and now all this comes out. You know, but go ahead. I'm going to give you the last five minutes. Uh, talk about what's going on in NCOC. Any bills we need to know? And you know, sorry guys, this is going to go to the podcast channel. Uh, because of the swearing and stuff, so I won't be able to leave it up here on YouTube, but uh, it will be available on the podcast. Go ahead, uh, Irish. 
Oh, support us. Support your local motorcycle club. Go to the MotorcycleProfilingProject.com. Take the survey. Um, the Motorcycle Riders Foundation is looking for members. There's a call to action there to reach out to your local representative about signing on to a bill that's through the House right now. Um, research some of these people. You know, when you hear some things, sometimes when it's too good to be true, it it, it is. And, and take uh, these former members, you know, what, what they say with a grain of salt. And, um, you know, they may have the pictures, they, they, they may have the clout and, and, and he did, but it, it was, uh, it was not earned. And, and he took that and he bastardized it. And, and, and unfortunately, you know, you get a situation like this and, uh, you know, thank you guys for helping clear the air and, uh, Maybe now we can kind of reel this fear of influence in around um, around people like that. Well, I'm really hoping because, uh, you know, everybody knows I do the biker news and there's only one side. So hopefully, uh, you know, once a week, every other week, you guys can uh, send us the release to, uh, you know, put that side of the story up from NCOC as well. Got to get to my show, Hollywood. Hi, right, guys. Uh, I really appreciate having you on, Irish. That was great. Uh, it was beautiful stuff and, uh, NCOC NCOM, you're really doing an awesome job, man. I really appreciate it. I really do. I'm going to bring on, uh, my boy, Danny B low here for a second. And, uh, I got to get over to my members only meeting, but thanks. Awesome. I, I appreciate it, man. Hollywood. Thank you for the time and, uh, keep doing what you're doing, buddy. Bye, right, buddy. Danny D What's what up, up, man? I'm trying to. Yeah, man, I just had to hop on real quick to be like, damn, good I job, Hollywood. I appreciate I you, brother. I need a joint. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I ain't gonna lie. I took like three shots of Jack real quick because I, I yeah, uh huh, yeah. You know what? It just, I hate it when somebody goes after people I know. And then I learn more, and I, I guess he has an injury, fine. But like I said, that wouldn't go in Chicago. Maybe I'm getting too old for this kind of stuff, huh? You know what? It ain't even that, man. It's just, you know, we love this culture, man. But, you know, besides what a lot of the haters of your show think, you know, you know, everybody's got their opinion about you, Hollywood. But you love this culture, just like I do, just like Souls does, just like all of us do at the end of the day. And when you get this fucking punk, and yeah, I'm calling you a punk, Twitch, come on the show and make our whole culture look like shit by lying and by attacking a dude when you're the exact person that you were talking about, man, fuck you. You know, straight up, man. You just made all of us look like assholes out here. You made you made the whole culture, the whole MC community, NCOC, everything. You made everybody look like assholes out here, man. That's fucked up, dude. You know what? We might not agree as other creators and stuff like that on oh. the little stuff, but you don't go after a guy's freaking business. Just you don't. Right. You know, this you know stuff it's, it's, we we can all disagree. All right, like I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and keep it real out here, guys. For all the, all you watching and everything, me and Souls were on the phone for shit almost two hours the other day, and we was kicking a bubble, man. We was talking, and you know, 
there was a lot of things said in, in our conversation that obviously will remain private, but you, there's nothing wrong with us creators disagreeing with others. You know what I'm saying? There might be things that, that go on, you know, on the East coast that won't run on the West coast or won't run in the Midwest, you know? So we're all going to have different opinions. We're all going to have our, our certain ways of doing things, but at the end of the day, there's got to be that mutual respect between each other on here because yeah, the I'm people that get kicked you. in the balls are you viewers. You guys support us. We, we are here to entertain you. And so when we start bickering, going back and forth and creating this bullshit drama that, yeah, I will, I'll self-admit I got caught up in somebody else's bullshit. When you get caught up in that, you guys are the ones that suffer, you know, because you're watching all of us. You know, I have many of my my subscribers are supposed to ghost fans and vice versa, you know, because me and him got a similar style. We're, we're kind of a lot alike and, and some, you know, in many ways. So, so the, he the people that <laughs> I don't know that I know Sos is watching, you know, between us, between all of us. Yeah, I know. So is watching. Oh, is. I don't know, bro. Text me, dog. You like feet, bro. <laughs> but yeah, man, you know, it's just. I'm glad I'm glad we made this live happen because it needed to happen, man, because, you know, you got a guy that come on here and like you said, starts attacking people's business and, you know, and, and he knew how to try to, he was trying to infiltrate us straight up, man. I mean, like a typical fuck of fed trying to infiltrate us, be like, you know, Oh yeah. Kudos to Hollywood. Kudos to Danny Delo. Kudos to BD. You guys are the real deal. You know what I mean? And then go after souls like that. And then it turns out that everything this dude was saying about the man, he's that guy. He was talking about his fucking self. He just replaced the name. It's fucked up. Sad. It is. It is. And you know what? Even though we don't get along, I'm not going to let people go after somebody's business. Not, uh, you know what? No, it ain't going to happen on this show. Uh, no, you yeah. know, at the end of the day, man, we're all colleagues, whether whether we work together or not. We're all colleagues because we're on the same platform and we're doing the same thing. You know, right. so, I mean, I would, you know, I would want somebody to give me a heads up on somebody trying to do some shady shit to me or to you or, you know, to, to anybody. So, you know, we got to keep it real, man. Plain and simple. We got to put this bullshit aside, quit the drama, quit the bullshit and just go back to entertaining and influencing and doing what we do, man. The problem with your entertainment, man, it deals with 10 toes. But anyway, <laughs> hey, I know I ain't the only one out here that like a girl with some pretty feet. Don't even, don't yeah, even know. I, I know you do too. Man, I always said if their feet don't look good, they ain't any good in bed. Anyway, well, guys, right. I got right. members only meeting over in uh, Discord and stuff like that. <clears throat> Again, yeah, I got this show. To stay up because of all the nonsense that went on. <laughs> So you'll be able to see it at Bit Shoot or Odyssey, but it's going to be going up on my uh, podcast. Any videos that are made, uh, you know, hating on me or anybody else, you know, go screw yourself the way it is. I really don't care. Uh, but, yeah, hopefully uh, we got some stuff out that uh, needed to be put out there, Danny. You did. You did. And I appreciate that, bro. I really do. I, I got a lot more respect, man. You you let them have it the way you should have, you know? Well, it's not that I wanted to go. At, uh, as soon as you mentioned NCOM or some of those guys in the club. Yeah. Right. Uh, 
I'm done. No, I hear you. No, this this needed to happen. This needed to happen because you can't you 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 can't have. I've seen a lot of people talking about stolen valor on here, and they were right. You know, right. my black dragon. I'm on air, Jewish. Over here, calling. All right, man. Uh, all right, man. I'll let y'all, man. I gotta go to the other show, bro. All right, man. All right, guys. Uh, thanks for uh, tuning in. As always, Insane Throttle is gonna make sure both sides of that story is gonna come out and uh hopefully uh sos out there is able to uh get back from this maybe this helps them a little bit you guys shouldn't uh you know hit them hard and all that stuff again we're never all gonna freaking agree but this stuff ain't free that we do you know we put a lot of money out for our equipment and stuff and uh let's be honest man it, you know you have to make it up. Anyway, guys, uh, you kick uh, butt. This will be up on the podcast platforms and all that. I'll catch you later. Rock on.